Hey, welcome to Big Fish Small Pod. I'm Andrew Werdahl. Today is May 25th. The Marlins are facing the Rays today, just like the Marlins faced the Rays last night in Tampa Bay. Well, St. Petersburg specifically, as you know, the Marlins faced the Rays. It um, I'm repeating myself because it, it feels like it's been repeated. Um, we know kind of what Tampa does on a regular basis. They have a roster of major league hitters that will take like good swings at the plate and a roster of major league pitchers that all throw pretty hard and with a lot of spin. They like can really develop that sort of athlete that can put a lot into the pitch and the sort of hitter that can maintain a steady swing. They have a few like solid regulars. You like Kevin Kiermeyer that's been with them for quite a while now. And a few like other stable players. It's a team not quite built offensively through your like top tools, but more like maintained offensively through that like swing that you see with a lot of their players. And it almost felt like you knew what was going to happen going into the game. And that was, I mean, based on your lineup card there, Eric Gonzalez, Joe Doonan slotting in four injuries. The Marlins middle infield now, like, definitely taken down quite a bit by injuries. So the lineup showed that lack of talent at the top. Certainly not an edge in the game for Miami. It's just a really tall task to try and hit Tampa Bay pitching. So even the Marlins top of the roster had some struggles. Garrett Cooper felt like he was carrying the team for the bulk of the game. Brian Anderson on base streak ended and an 0 for for the offense. 4-0 to the final. Pablo Lopez, three home runs given up. Quite a few for Pablo. What I seem to notice, being that I like haven't so much focused on pitching this season, Pablo seemed to be inconsistent at times, now and again, like kind of like getting a ball in the dirt. And and Tampa Bay put like a consistent offensive push out there against Pablo wasn't really a batter in the lineup that brought the intensity down. Pretty steady swings all through the lineup. That's been something of a consistency in Tampa Bay, where even like, you know, your most like unassuming sort of like Brett Phillips character can kind of come in and have your big hit. Their offense draws a steady attack, and quite a few players have been able to hang in that system and I mean beyond that this is a solid World Series contending team so with Miami we didn't really see what you hope to see in a win Um, obviously the kind of off night for Pablo but it's hard really to take much forward from tonight other than perhaps the three K's for Jorge Soler that might indicate that like Tampa's able to really like lock in 
on this guy. Uh, he's certainly like a been around the block veteran, so it's not a surprise that other teams would really know how to pitch him at the plate. But more than that, it's just not a great feeling when you're like big, kind of like tower power guy comes up with three strikeouts. It's been a bit of a rough start to the season for Jorge Soler, and it's been perhaps like the opposite for Jarrer Encarnacion now at Triple A Jacksonville. Kind of a blending transition there to Jarrer because he really caught my eye tonight. He's, I mean, been on the radar and on the move with his recent promotion to Jacksonville. Third home run of the year at Triple A for Jarrer. 27 at-bats, three home runs, home run every nine at-bats, pretty stellar numbers, um, almost don't even really know how to talk about it, that sort of like power threat hasn't really been present for the Miami Marlins offense in the last a half decade, so, um, I took a bit of a deeper dive into him and recognized where He's been brought up, like, really steadily going up to, like, double A last year from high A, then going up to high A the year before. Just basically rung by rung up the developmental system in a very, like, rung by rung manner. I already said that, but I want to emphasize that specific choice there. It could be, like, varying philosophies on how to bring your prospects to the majors. We saw in 2020, uh, we saw Jazz and Jesus Sanchez really get like kind of like a peek at the bigs before really like a more thorough debut in 2021. So something like that with Jarrer does seem almost like an inevitability at this point. I mean, I'm talking myself in no expertise on the actual decision making process currently in Miami but with just the perspective to say that this sort of productive hitter is exactly what the Marlins need and they have been building their team in a sort of like create a dynasty type manner and sometimes that is overly cognizant of your like service time and there's like financial benefit to potentially waiting even longer to promote a prospect than absolutely necessary just to like try to keep as many talented players in your clutches as you possibly can but what we could see is a sort of flip from that sort of like build a dynasty lane that like groundwork for a successful organization that like team with like layers and layers of talent all through the majors to the minors on paper and get into more of like a sort of win now aggressive approach organizationally now like we've seen a bit of a precedent for it uh, like last year um really like 
embarrassing way to have to describe this one, but um, when the Marlins were kind of falling out of it in 2021 and they made the, the panic trade to get Joe panic, it felt like a strong like bolstering move, but it wasn't that like over the top move that has been hinted at with regards to like a center field. But I mean, it could be any sort of over the top move still in the works as the team goes into like a distinct win now trajectory with like an increase in like player payroll. You could before that still see these like smaller changes and like more aggressive promotions to just ensure you're fielding the best club at the major league level. And if Jarrer keeps it up, hitting like 370 with power, it's hard to argue against a promotion. Hitting is, after all, exactly what the team needs. Anyhow, the Marlins will be back at it with the Rays today, the May 25th. So stay with it on Bally Sports Florida. For the podcast, I've been Andrew Werdahl. I'll be back with you on Friday. Until then, please enjoy Daniel Rodriguez and the rest of Fish Rep's coverage of the 2022 Miami Marlins season. Thank you.